3: Hey, it's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and coming up on the show, we have got more details and more speculation emerging from the John Gruden Washington football Adam Schefter fiasco. We are going to get into all of that stuff here. We're also going to talk about one NFL owner. um, Listen, I'm not trying to make claims that this guy is outlandish or a little bit nuts, but this guy is making claims that his team is going to be a lot more successful than we believe they are a vested interest the first of the season and it involves a family member of one of the members of this show we're going to discuss there's also a media ban in the world of college football and the great albert breer stops by and also you want to talk about awful advice on how to be a great parent we handed out some to roberto flores our technical producer wait till you hear this absolute mess that we try to create for him and his family. It's coming up next here. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and you on a Thursday edition here on Fox Sports
1: Radio. Now let's get this party started! You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: there are layers upon layers upon layers and now somebody else is claiming that they are being attacked or under fire we will get into all of that here coming up just a couple of moments from now it is two pros and a cup of Joe it's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here on FSR you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, you can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning we appreciate you doing so, we are going to have some fun here, and uh, we are going to play a little bit of grab ass, get into the usual shenanigans and all sorts of goofy stuff here over the next three hours till 9 a.m. Eastern time, six o'clock Pacific. Uh, how we feeling on a Thursday? Lavars, Lavars grinding. By the way, I'm grinding. He's
0: twerking. Bro. I'm always grinding. Oh, okay, it certainly was not twerking. That no, like twerking. I
2: was gonna say, now, hey
0: bro, that. hey bro, don't don't get kicked off the air, man. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> you, you know, twerking is not. A, it's a no fly zone. Sorry bro. about like, that. Like, the, be, be careful. The uh, do that anymore got away from me uh, y- you know i i i became <laughs> a little bit do
3: that anymore
0: i became a little bit desensitized to paying attention to the twerk when i started <laughs> seeing dudes do it in the locker rooms man wait like I, what I, uh, I lost connection with uh, like at one point twerking, yeah, ew. twerking ew. was kind of ew. <laughs> at one point it was okay and then i saw a dude twerk into a split yeah <laughs> Oh no, into a full split. <laughs> no, no. In fact, no, in no, fact, no, you no. know what? Didn't we see that happen in the National Championship? <laughs> well, Didn't one of the yeah. dudes, do the twerking? I don't know if he it was twerking. Oh, he, he did it. the Brown twerk. did it.
3: Antonio Brown did it after a touchdown celebration. Uh, he did it.
0: I'm just saying, I I never felt comfortable with dudes twerking. Um, I know it became like a thing. Um, and I don't know how that makes me look as a person. Um, because everything is – I just don't know what's right from wrong anymore. <laughs> right. So I, I, am I judgy? I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll <laughs> put it this way. Am I judgy for not being I'm, comfortable with a dude twerking?
2: <laughs> you no, know, no, I'm against twerking in all forms. I don't care male, female, yeah. everyone identify. I'm just against twerking. Man. I'm not I'm not a fan of twerking.
0: Yeah, hmm. you know, I will say – Depends say, on the artist. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it I, that way. I will say if I'm being totally honest <laughs> – <laughs> Some people can get away with the twerk with me. I mean, yeah, that's I'm a, just being that's honest. A good point. You know? Yeah, it, but uh, I just can't do the dude thing. I, I don't know, man. I, don't, yeah. I just don't a dude twerking and leading into a full split, like like throw the leg. Split, hit the ground. I just like don't know about that. Yeah. Throw the leg. Throw the leg. Yeah. I, I ain't that's, with it, Brady. Uh, yeah, the, I don't I'm even know what that one, any of uh, that means. Either, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And you know what? You don't need to. Yeah. That's <laughs> I don't even want you to get
3: the mental visual of this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, not good. It's a different, uh, different thing altogether. Uh, yeah. Can we, uh, now, speaking of, uh, there's no easy way to transition. No, right. speaking of the There sports. is no uh, easy stuff. way yeah. out. Speaking of, there's no shortcut home. Uncomfortable situations in the NFL. NFL, uh, the layers upon layers that we were talking about yesterday to this John Gruden email fiasco and all that's uh, you know, added to it and stuff that's been mixed in, uh, it continues to just pile on one right after the other. And the more you pull back, the more you realize, oh, there's more there. There's It's like a box of Kleenex. It just seems like it's never ending. You pull mm. one out, there's another one right behind it. Uh, the other latest on that is that Mark Davis is all of a sudden under attack. Uh, Brady Quinn, Mark Davis... LeVar, Mark Davis, the guy who you call Bucky Larson, yeah, is under attack. Oh, oh, oh come uh, on, man. I'm just saying, like, that is... Uh, <laughs> it, it,
2: it's coming at them from all angles, is what you're saying. Um, yeah. Oh, jeez. He,
3: now, here's the, there's Plus, a money I'm quote. Your money is hell. They ask, they ask... <laughs> Brady Quinton, wait, hold on,
0: wait.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. All right.
0: They, I, had, I had to have one moment to laugh, because Brady be sneaking in some quick zingers,
3: they be real quick.
0: <laughs> they am uh, saying, man. They asked Mark all Davis angles. yesterday
3: yeah. about the situation, and his quote was, I have no comment. Ask the NFL. They have all the answers. Oh, now, um, That seems like somebody who's got a little bit of a red ass about the situation and the handling of the situation. There was also something out there that uh, you know, he feels like they're trying to take the team from him. Is that is that is that just a rumor? Is that somebody trying to spark a rumor or a report? But there there was that that was floated out there. So how the hell does that all of a sudden change things? Because I and my initial reaction was the fact that you're firing your head coach. Maybe Mark Davis was looking for a reason to get rid of John Gruden. And unless he's a really he good quit. actor, he he's resigned. not. He's not happy about any of this. He, it, he stuff. resigned. Yeah, he didn't fire him.
0: Okay. I mean, uh, I feel
2: like John Gruden was collateral damage. to This whole make, thing. Oh, no, for certain if the source of some of the emails or what led to them digging into more of the emails with the investigation with the Washington football team if the source was a what a lawsuit between Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen and and this company that apparently made all these claims against Bruce Allen there's a or, or with Bruce Allen I guess there's all sorts of different things going on and, and everything was pointed directly at Dan Snyder yep. until he pulled out some sort of shield and just redirected everything to hit John Gruden. I mean, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but the, the more details that come about, if I was Mark Davis, I mean, it's, in one way, you should be frustrated. However, again, it doesn't make anything that John Gruden has said or done right, but that was before you hired him. I mean these emails were coming when he was an employee of ESPN. Now to think that he changed his ways and wasn't communicating like that since he's been the head coach of the Raiders, it's kind of hard to believe. And but you know maybe he feels like look, if you're going to fire my coach, do an investigation in our organization instead of painting this bad picture of light over our head coach when he wasn't even our head coach. He wasn't even a part of our organization then. So, you know, I could see where he might be a little bit frustrated with how this all went down. The reality is, you know, I'm not sure how they would possibly take his team from him considering everything seems to be about what's happened with the Washington football team and Dan Snyder, and they didn't take the football team from him. They just made him step down or step away from it.
3: And it's – Go ahead. No, Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, And no, I was going to say it was Jason Cole who reported that longtime NFL reporter who said that people around uh, Raiders owner Mark Davis believe that the NFL is trying to find a way to get rid of him. And they have told Davis that. So I don't know. It, it could just be paranoia. What it could, it, it be. could
2: be. I mean, again, I, I'm not sure how you force that. Um, I, I mean, look, it. I'll put it this way. If it forced him to get rid of it, okay, good time to sell. I mean, he just moved no to kidding. Las Vegas. He's gonna make, no I don't know, a billion or so <laughs> from all of that. It's like, <laughs> I, I guess that's a terrible problem to have. But I, I understand it's it's his legacy. Uh, the team was passed down to him from his father, so there's there's a lot that goes into it. But it's like. Boy, I wish I found myself into a <laughs> tough fire no, sale man. for a billion dollar franchise. Imagine the yeah. rager we Sounds throw after that. Imagine we, no. we
3: we own the Raiders and sold can I them right make now? it? Yeah, oh can I make God. it through that? But, Please do. Uh, but
0: don't we want to ask the question: Why paranoia? You know, like if you really think about it, what you have to there has to be something there for there to be paranoia. There can't be anything that like it can't be a clear, clean conscience. And and everything is is on the up and up and you be paranoid about what they're trying to do to you. If you're good, you're good. If if everything cashes out, it cashes out. Like if it adds up, it adds up. What are you paranoid about? That
3: would be my first
0: thought on this.
3: The the only the easy answer would be, and this is the least entertaining one, is that the the, the NFL's that. always had it out against Al Davis, his father, but because they, it, had, again, they were butting heads for years Who would have done
0: more unscrupulous things to get things done than the type of guys Back in the days, I agree. But- All right, so so Bucky Larson is no, probably <laughs> nowhere near the type of dude that his dad is in terms of doing what it is that he's doing. So True. what is Mark Davis paranoid about? You I- you got to believe you know. Go go ahead, Brady. Go ahead. No, no, I I don't really know what he's paranoid about.
2: I I think the unfortunate thing would be if this was the case. I mean, the NFL essentially used Mark Davis. And John Gruden to move that team to Las Vegas, yeah, so they could open up a new revenue stream and begin that discussion of, of gambling and sports being okay. Like that was really one of the first steps. So I, I mean, I, obviously when the NHL had a hockey team there, you kind of knew that would help pave the way for other sports leagues and to open up this new revenue stream. But if if that was how the NFL was going to do Mark Davis. It's kind of doing him dirty because he's the one who went through a lot of flack to get out of Oakland to Las Vegas. There was a lot of controversy that was, you know, came along with that. And and, and I don't, you know, whichever side of the fence you're on in that, whether, you know, the city of Oakland made a strong enough claim or the county there, et cetera. Like, I'm not here to debate that. I'm just saying at the end of the day, the NFL wanted a team in Vegas. They got it. And and now because of this, they're going to move on from the owner? Like, I, I I don't know. I mean, there's there's a lot to that. I do think he would be upset if he had to sell this team. Not because of, you know, the fact that it was in his family and everything else. It's the fact that he's building a house that is a direct replica of That's a, a stadium. Point. That's so, a good point. I mean, you'd think that you literally <laughs> every day. Living in a house that is a replica of Alicia Stadium would be depressing. Like it would be a reminder. You'd have to sell that house as well. Yeah, you have not to just, sell the house. Not as just well. the team. You'd have to sell the house as well. All
0: right. Now here's the second part of this. If Mark Davis is paranoid that they're trying to take his team away from him, what the hell is Dan <laughs> Snyder sitting around exactly. thinking about right now? Exactly. And and keep this in mind. There was his partners, his minority partners that he ended up successfully removing. I think one is was is like the owner of FedEx, and that's why the field is FedEx Field. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure who the the other one was, but I'm pretty certain that there were two main ones in particular, and they were removed. But they were all attempting to remove Dan Snyder as owner of the team, and that, and that had became a very very intense. Uh, propaganda deal that was taking place in terms of things that was being put out there about Dan Snyder so now the question has to be the, the real question has to be like Mark Davis is is a side piece deal to this, this matinee the real focus of this story in this movie is what will come of Dan Snyder and the Washington football team because this is a mess and it's a mess that continues on and now it is full throttle mess when you have people losing their jobs, reputations and careers and it had nothing to do with the organization that that person is working for. Like this is a mess. So I think the bigger question has to be Dan Snyder.
2: Do you guys believe that like like there should be open access to the 650,000 emails?
0: Yeah
3: and I, I believe that it's not going to happen.
0: And then what happens after you get the open access and all the people that will be incriminated, what has to happen next? Cuz you know there's a what in fact, i'm wondering why there isn't criminal criminal situations that like we're looking at Deshaun Watson like and and what he's going through, we'll look at other people and what they get themselves into and w- why wouldn't some of these emails, if if some if what we're seeing and hearing about some of these these pictures that have been released and different things like that, why does this not turn into criminal criminal legal situations? And that's that's well, another I, thing that you got to take a look at.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it has to be a legal activity, whatever that may be, and then you know criminal and civil are obviously there, two, there's different two different deals. Different, right, there's two different burdens of, of of proof and how you go about. You know, doing that. I, I think that's the tough part. Mm-hmm. I, I I do wonder, though, with the, the steps Dan Snyder's already taken, kind of removing himself from it, his wife now taking over, a lot of the things they've done organizationally to try to clean it up. I, I do think it's interesting, as this is all brought to light, that, I mean, the way Jerry Richardson was brought down in Carolina, I mean, you'd think that it, it, it's this along is along the equal, same lines. I was going to say equal yeah. to, if not worse. worse. If it's not worse. worse.
0: It's way I worse. Totally I totally agree. So how did how is he Teflon? That's the question you got to ask here. He's we're got talking some about dirt, man. Exactly. Hey bro, we're talking about Mark Davis. Mark Davis isn't even connected to the Washington team, but we're not talking about what should be happening to Dan Snyder. Like, that's fine. You let your wife take –
3: it's the same family. Dan Snyder – It's the same situation. Dan Snyder knows where the bodies are buried, and it's exactly why he's basically gotten off with a slap on the wrist, and you've got another guy who's not even involved in this thinking they're going to take away his team after they just built a new stadium for him in Las Vegas. I'm telling you we taught Dan Snyder knows something and he's got something on somebody, which is why he's been just cruising. This but this is time. still
0: game of Thrones, man. I, like, know what's next. You know what's next. What? You know
2: what's next what's they're going to, they're going to build a new stadium.
0: Well, that's it, what he's it, been trying to do since roll, forever. But I'm
2: saying it's going to happen here in the next year. I bet they're going to announce it because it's going to distract from all of this.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I just think, Dan Snyder's wife running the team is no different than Dan Snyder running the team yeah he's not removed from running the team if his spouse is running the team
3: now um, you mentioned uh, uh, Mark Davis earlier um, Lavar like what would if you had to do an impression of Mark Davis's reaction to all this what would it be like if you had to do it
1: Uh... <laughs> eh, 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 eh. They're trying to take my team. They're trying
0: to
3: take my team. Eh, right, eh, very eh, good. Eh, eh, <laughs> very good. Why would oh, they man. try to take my team from me? <laughs> <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Uh, it you is uh, two pros and a cup of <laughs> Joe here brought to you by Discover. <laughs> Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report Limitations apply. Lavar Arrington brings Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up next, uh, there's an NFL owner um, who may have uh, opened up the bottle recently, and we might have actual proof of it. We will get into all of that next here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: it's two pros and a cup of Joe. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up uh, later on this hour, um, I, I don't know if this apology is suffice, uh, but somebody at least addressed a situation. We will break down uh, just sort of the uh, deeper issues that could create moving forward. So we'll get into that uh, in the NFL coming up later on this hour. Um, but uh, I don't know if you guys uh, knew this or not, but uh, Jim Mersey the uh owner of the indianapolis colts speaking of owners and uh, he is a he is a wild man don't go on, into on his social man. media don't go into is, his is he emails. the one
2: is he the one who has the uh, afc runner up banner in, in there
3: i believe i think that yeah. sounds about right that sounds yeah. like uh, Jim said um, he said uh, <laughs> he said out a tweet uh, that said the following quote colts nation don't you worry we're going to get the horseshoe at least two lombardies this decade as wow. sure as the sunrise and the seasons change, it's coming. Don't you ever doubt that ever. You will see greatness, believe, and you will see. End of tweet. Mm. Um, add, add a couple pills. What time, <laughs> what time <laughs> add, add, was
0: that? At? Add some cough syrup to that.
3: <laughs>
0: what time was that
3: tweet sent out? Uh, let me get the actual because that would tell you a lot, right? If, yeah, if it's it will, after it a certain will. time, that'll uh, that'll give you an indicator uh, as to yeah. what's going on. All right, right. so I'm, I'm seeing October 12th, 3.17 p.m. Mm. Uh, okay, so it's again, five o'clock somewhere. That, yeah, that that means he had
2: a uh, a big lunch and had a now, few drinks there, and he just kept that thing rolling.
0: Yeah, that is that is a good he point. He did what I did now Iowa City. In most now, <laughs> he was he was triple fisting.
3: Now most happy hours go from what three to seven. All right so and then there's some that'll go 2 to 7 depending on you know right. how, how yeah, much they are trying to roll in yeah. uh, 2 to 7 uh, but yeah. i don't know because of the money that he's got i don't know if he actually he haggles over yes. happy hour
0: right yeah but it's not about the haggling over how much you're paying <laughs> Happy hour. it's it's more about the interaction <laughs> yeah that's a good point. You know, yeah, very, very
3: good point there. Um, That's the Jonas, hour that people Jonas are happy. She just, you know. Jonas
2: thinks Ursay says looking for happy hours. Well, because he, here is
3: why I say that. All right, let me let me explain a little background on this. All right, um, I worked at TGI Fridays, yeah, um, and and this and I can tell you this you happened. Saw, Plenty Jim of celebrities saw. come in during actually, happy hour. Actually, hours. actually yeah. there were celebrities that used to come in during happy oh, hour. Yeah. Let me tell Name you, one. yeah, I
0: I Tommy used Lee. to go I used to go into TGI Fridays for happy I used to go to TGI Fridays
3: after games in in the pros. In, In fact, here's one. Adam Sandler and all the guys that he does his movies with, all the regular faces you see in all his movies, they used to come to the TGI Fridays in Thousand Oaks, California, because it CEO. was a, it was in a mall next to a movie theater. So after their movie would premiere, they'd all come over, and they would all sit uh, and and have drinks and eat at, uh, at TGI Fridays. So there's your celebrity. You're Brady so proud, Jonas. Jonas <laughs> is sitting he here is, proud is, as I mean, He could be Brady. completely made up, but hey, he is. Hey, yeah. hey, you know what? It probably is. But and here's you know the best part. you know what? <laughs> (laughs) A ton of celebrities
0: show up to Chuck E. Cheese every day as well. Hey, Tommy
3: Lee, Heather Locklear was at Chuck E. Cheese when I worked there. Let me
0: tell you something about Chuck E. Cheese after this show. They should be paying you a residual. I agree. I agree. Like, honest to God, I, I never agree. heard so much about Chuck E. Cheese until I started doing this show. Hey, man. man. It's, uh, you know, it's not. Wiggle to, your ears! It's, yeah, it's, like, it's I didn't even know all of his nausea. Uh, but you know, here's what I was say. Did you say. do any of those voiceovers for for the song? No, and stuff? you can't talk.
3: That, <laughs> did you twerk as Chuck E. Cheese? That is I crazy. Did. did. Actually, you, I was reprimanded by my uh Did boss. you ever put a thong on?
0: No, there's no oh. thong, man. You're dressed oh. up as a giant rodent. But maybe you put a <laughs> giant rodent thong on.
3: Do they make giant rodent thongs I mean I'm sure yeah. you could have
0: found one I have yeah, no you, idea. One. Listen, you could make one. fabricate I'm yeah, certain know. that there are there's someone the size of that giant rodent I miss getting drunk the, 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 the cheese though he, Jonas? Well he's going to get uh,
3: Lavar Le- 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 what did Lavar just uh, you know mocking uh, someone the size I'm of I'm not mocking anyone I just I'm be careful. I'm certain check your emails that there
0: are some panties that would fit a giant
3: rodent Well, outfit, but wealth like back to the most important I'm sorry uh, back to the most important, but i'm not sorry back to the most important part of this okay. whole conversation right. happy hour here's why I bring this up <laughs> because when I worked at TGI Fridays <laughs> there were a lot of people that wanted to make sure they got multiple drinks in before the clock hit seven o'clock mm-hmm. because that way the price is automatically changing the computer now I'm saying that because I don't believe Jim Mercy is one of those guys okay but I do believe Jim Mercy was doing something here because what the hell he talking about his team's not winning any Super Bowls this this decade it's not happening dude it's not happening
2: I mean I don't know if that's a uh, a vote of confidence to Carson Wentz I mean he has played well the past couple of weeks Um, he's looked much better even though it hasn't been as fruitful I think as they'd hope I mean the the truth is like I, I don't know how you make that statement with your team in its current state you do have some young pieces but, I mean, it's hard to keep them all together for the next 10 years. Like, if you're going to win two Super Bowls in the next decade, I feel a lot better about that happening in years 9 and 10 of this decade than, than years 4 and 5, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, because they're committed right now to Carson Wentz and whatever this incarnation is. Although, I mean, the division, I mean, uh, you know, the division is still su- still suspect, so maybe that's a sort of a, a cheap way to get into the postseason every year. Here, but Here's
0: a way of looking at it. If you were looking at your significant other or your child, one of, one of your children, and you told them you're going to do something great this decade, right? Yeah. It's because you believe that your kid or your spouse, that person you care about, is really going to do something this decade. I see it play out every single day. There are kids and there are parents that are upset every single day because their kid isn't starting for the football team or the basketball team or the volleyball team or whatever team it is, right? I see it every day when a game finishes, you see these kids and these parents just totally perturbed at the fact that their kid didn't get the amount of playing time that they had assumed that their kid was going to get. Point is, reference point, Jim Ursa is looking at his kid And he believes that his kid is better than what he is or what it is. Yeah. And you're putting bold proclamations on what you believe your kid will do. And you would not be able to convince him otherwise that what he's saying really is the truth in his mind. So as long as it's the truth in his mind, it's not a big deal. You know, in the end, if they don't get it within a decade, he's still the owner of the team. And he can still make bold proclamations that may not Happen or may happen. He looks like a brilliant dude if it happens. He looks like a a delusional parent if it doesn't.
3: He made a comment after Peyton Manning retired or something along these lines after Manning had left the team in which he was not satisfied with the number of super bowls or appearances that they had um with the indianapolis colts with the roster they had that that he was not and he and he spoke publicly about it. i don't remember the specific quote but i remember him making a comment publicly and it's like does he realize how difficult it is to win a super bowl to get to do a you, super do bowl do you realize
0: how difficult it is to have a winning season right to make it to the playoffs
2: like start it, there yeah it it is so much more Difficult. And that's why, like, it, it's – the the highs and the lows of an NFL season are real. Like, it, it literally solves all your problems if you just win.
0: It <laughs> yeah, really it does.
2: does. It it really does because there's a lot of infighting and people who don't get along and all kinds of contractual stuff, things going on on the outside. But if you win, it doesn't really get talked about. Mm-hmm. You just keep focused on that one. And, but if you lose mm. – everything it, it's like being in that burning room right everything starts burning out around you it's two different worlds man i'm telling you
3: i mean how like how bad like, like can you give an example of something that if it would have happened during a winning season wouldn't have been that big of a deal but because it happened just during a winning streak season. it doesn't even have to be a winning yeah. season if you get a winning streak like
0: the week you you win one game the week that you won it's different it's like all right let's build on this right let's build on it I mean, and, and that can be that can be in terms of player relations training room relations weight room relations food relations you name it coach the player coach the coach because everybody's stressed out everybody be stressed out but when you win it's like you feel good it's like let's let's build on this you get one another a new game like oh we got a two game winning streak it's winning streaks it's not even seasons People are looking for wins, especially
3: in the league. All right, let me ask you guys this: You can bet yes or no. No. Somebody gives you somebody gives you hundred bucks. No. All right, you walk up to a sports book in Las Vegas. Where, no. You got a Long Island in one hand. Okay. And uh, <laughs> that changes things. And you got a, and you got a Modelo Especial <laughs> ooh, in the other. Ooh, okay. And All you right. walk up to the sports book. You also yeah. got a hundred. And I go, hey uh, yo, sports book, help <laughs> me. <homie." laughs> they say a uh, hundred dollar bet, yes or no? The Indianapolis Colts make a Super Bowl, not win one, but make a Super Bowl this decade. What's your no. what's your bet? Oh, I'm I'm betting it.
0: You're betting yes, yes, on the Colts for a hundred dollars. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, all right,
3: hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm 000. saying no,
2: I'll, I'll be on the other side of this one. Yeah,
0: maybe that's a humble flex. Yeah, I mean, I w- think, think about this for a second. dollars Think about this for a second. You have
2: Mahomes, yes, Allen, yep presumably lamar jackson justin Herbert, justin herbert yes. and then probably baker mayfield they all five will probably still be under contract for a good portion of that decade if not the the extent of that decade yeah. so think about that that's yeah. five teams that i would put ahead of them purely because of their quarterback
0: and you have mike tomlin <laughs>
2: Right, yeah, and I think they so I, I don't, you don't think have a quarterback,
0: but they'll figure it out in Pittsburgh. So you had yep. another team. To, I mean, I,
2: I would throw in, you know, if Deshaun Watson happens to go to an AFC team, he's that good. If he's playing, he immediately elevates that team. So I'd throw them into the mix. It's going to be
0: a gauntlet that they got to run to be able to get there. Yeah, I mean, even the Titans flirt with being that next tier, next level team in the playoffs, but. I I just think that there's something to be said about organizations that have figured out how to win. And that's just one of those organizations. And Ursay was there. They're just one of those organizations where they just have figured out how to win.
3: Well, let me tell you something. If you want to win, you got to get Dollar Shave Club. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. got to get Dollar Shave Club. Because if you want to look like a million bucks, but you only spend a handful of bucks, <laughs> upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor. Wow. Brady, how many blades is that? That's six. Damn six right. blades. Hey, Roberto. Hey, Why a, do you always a, ask Brady about how uh, many I'm, blades? I'm going to get so, to you. Because so he's got
0: that smooth no, butt face, uh, that baby butt face? I'm going to get to you. Uh, <laughs> get a, there, a, Jonas. A, thanks, Jonas. Thanks for, for that, Lepore. Roberto, in Espanol, yeah. how many
3: blades is that? Say, Hey, LeVar, six. when you came into the NFL, you wore 50 what? Six. Damn right you did. That's six blade razors for a noticeably smooth shave. Thanks to their six precision cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave with Dollar Shave Club stores. Yeah, that's Dollar Shave Club in store. So go to the store and find them. Welcome to the club. All right, so coming Just up Just when
0: I thought you couldn't do any better, hey, Jonas. How about that? You totally get me with the 56 and... Totally redeem yourself. Hey, man, that's, that's what this is about. I feel, I feel what feel really man. good about hey you man. Right What now. he does. It's real Great on these job. streets. Best in the business.
3: Yes. You I, see,
0: I'm bundled I, I, up <laughs> from the business. I'm bundled up
3: like a <laughs> by mug by way, today. By the way, LeVar looks like he's right, running in the Iditarod coming up later hey on. Man. He's literally got <laughs> – hey, this is the thickest jacket I've seen you wear since we've been working and on the show. And I feel
0: so comfortable you right do. now. You do. You look comfy. Thank you. Yeah, I, I feel – it's really cold out this morning.
3: All right, coming up next, we're going to break down uh, how we feel about this apartment slash statement slash whatever the hell you want to call it and what it means for a big name in the NFL world. We'll get to that next year on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
3: It's two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, Coming up top of next hour, 15 minutes from now, um, somebody ruined it for many members of the media. They have ruined it, Uh, a spy potentially. This is a football story, (laughs) something we touched on very recently uh, that we will get to top of next hour here on FSR. So. That for it
2: went from being a small story to now national <laughs> media story, it is. regional to nationwide, and
3: they yeah. just won too. Like that's yeah. that's the uh, that's the amazing part. So uh, so we'll get to that here uh, fifteen minutes from now. Uh, how do we feel about uh, Adam Schefter and um, you know him coming out and basically saying uh, you know listen I. Uh, you know, I just, you know, it probably was a mistake to ask Bruce Allen to to proofread things, but uh, you know, I, I just sort of trying to downplay uh, his involvement and in any sort of the uh, recklessness of, uh, of of his name being attached to the story and his involvement with Bruce Allen. How do we feel about that? We feel like Adam Schefter is good, nothing more to see here. We are to kind of move on with our days, or is this going to linger a little bit? Because I think he's screwed. <laughs> I think his credit, <laughs> I, mean- I think his credibility shot.
2: I, I'll put it this way: I, I feel a lot better after he issued that statement. Like, like that really helped me. you know, cope <laughs> with all of it. I mean, and then now, now I feel like I can trust him again after he made the statement. Without the statement, I, I'm not sure what I would have done. You know, oh. I, I would have been up in arms ab- about you know just life in general, and then you know his inside reporting. Look, um, I, I think we all knew or know to a degree how this works with sources, especially for insiders. But when you see the email and you, I think he refers to Bruce Allen as Mr. Editor and you're basically asking, asking a guy to type in whatever he wants to say or however he wants to manipulate the story. That's a problem. And you lose credibility. You lose your trustworthiness. And if it happened with Bruce Allen, which I wasn't under the assumption that Adam Schefter was that close to him, but so let's, let's say he is, or let's say he's not even that close. Well, to apparently he's
3: not, because he called him Mr. Editor and not Bruce. So right. I don't know how you confuse Great his point. name like well, that. Well, you're Great using point. code, too, yeah, though. Of
0: course. <laughs> just in case it was the come out.
2: <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the point is this, is if, if that's a, an, an executive in the NFL that he's not even that close to, imagine what, <laughs> what he reports <laughs> with people he is close to. Imagine mm. what th- those emails or that correspondence looks like, or how those stories get manipulated. So that's the problem now is this really opens up Pandora's box. We keep referring to it as that, but it does because where does it stop? I mean, at at what point, where does it stop? Whether it's Schefter inside reporting or with the Washington football team, the Las Vegas Raiders, what other coaches, general managers could have been a part of it. Who knows? I mean, maybe we'll find out, but um, I I do think this takes a hit to Schefter's credibility to a degree.
3: You guys have t- talked to insiders before, right? Like they've come to you for stuff or you've at least worked with guys who are considered insiders Absolutely. in the media. Yeah. All right, so t- tell me if this makes sense, because this is the part that's a little puzzling from the statement from Adam Schefter. Just to clarify, it's common practice to verify facts of a story with sources before you publish in order to be as accurate as possible. In this case, I took the rare step of sending the full story in advance because of the complex nature of the collective bargaining talks. It doesn't add up. Like like who sends the entire story? You may send their involvement in the story or, hey, this is what we've got here. But to send the entire story to be proofread. It
0: does add up in the context in which he sent it. It, it does add up, but it still goes back to the original point of what Brady just made is it still kills your credibility because for you to send something and now to use the reasoning that you want to make sure because of the complexities and the sensitivities of the topic itself, if you don't get it and you don't understand it from your perspective and from your angle, then you shouldn't be writing it. Right. You shouldn't Great be point. doing it. So the fact that you're you're trusting that wh- what if he's playing what if Bruce Allen is sitting there playing a cruel joke like let's get Adam let's get Shefty like yeah this is good and it's totally off you have to be responsible enough and professional enough to do the homework and the research that that's called half assing right and in, in football in football terms half assing is rewarded with fines being benched cut that's what half assing gets you. It gets you more more reps like for the whole team. Like, oh, you're half-assing these 40s. Okay, let's start over. Oh, we're half-assing the practice. Let's start over. That's half-assing. Yeah. Do your work. To say that, oh, I sent the whole entire article over so that he could look over it because of the complexities of the bargaining agreement and the language of it. I wanted to make sure that that they had it. He had it right. I had it right. Like <laughs> you don't check your 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 fact checking and all that stuff, the correctness of what it is that you're presenting based off of the people you're doing stories on. You you just don't do it that way. Do you know
2: how many resources they have at ESPN? Oh, God. I mean, they have researchers after researchers. They have their own research department. I mean, it's absurd to think that he couldn't have gotten clarification on most things with what he was writing about and then sent an excerpt here or there. To have Bruce Allen say, "Is this what you were looking at, or is this what you were referring to?" For more clarification, I mean, he—it's just—it's surprising that, or maybe it shouldn't be surprising, but it surprised me that he would send the entire thing.
0: That's a toilet paper move. Yeah, that's a toilet paper move. One ply
3: or two ply?
0: Um, you know, it it was a comfortable—it was a comfortable flex, like yeah. yeah. But but, you know, you got to be sensitive to that nose when wiping so hard to remove it from your nose.
3: (laughs) That's a good point. You know, Um, and now it's been kind of if you think about it, it's been kind of a rough uh, few months for Adam Schefter because he was the guy who went hard in the paint on Mac Jones is going to go number three overall. Mac Jones is the guy. Uh, it's, It's a done deal. That
0: reasoning was weird i couldn't decipher what he meant by the reasoning on on that
3: and then he also dropped the aaron Rodgers uh is demanding a trade on draft night uh and then when he and then when he was asked about it because you had a lot of players who were pissed off about it. i think jc horn's dad um said uh after the draft was over the first round he said you know this is our our kids biggest night of their careers and Aaron Rodgers chooses this night to show how unhappy he is and demand a trade. It felt like they were hijacking the news cycle. And Adam Schefter went out and said, oh, no, no, no. It had nothing to do with that. Uh, you know, I just thought uh, you know, I had this story. Why not drop it? And he dropped it on draft night. So he got heat for the Mac Jones stuff. He got heat for the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Now he's getting heat for this. It's, it's been a rough few months for, for Adam Schefter when it comes to reporting on NFL stories. Well, you know? I mean
2: I mean the hard thing is for him if he sits on it and someone else reports it, how does that make him look? Yeah. So that I, I get that part of, you know, having to sit and wait on a story or or not say maybe all what you know. Like that's the difficulty of that job. That's why they get compensated well for what they do. But, you know, and, and as far as the timing of it, I mean I don't know, maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers did want it to be then. Maybe he thought that would pressure the Packers into a trade. Who who knows? I, I thought the most interesting was this past Monday Night Football. I mean, wasn't he the one that broke the story yeah. of Monday Night Football about everything that has yeah. transpired?
0: Yeah. You and, know, the biggest thing here is going to be how does how how is ESPN affected by this, and how does ESPN view this? Because that could be this could be it for Schefter. This could be it, depending on the fallout well, of it and how deep he, how deep it goes. It could be the end of it.
2: He's being courted by, I want to say, Caesar's Sportsbook, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which, that's a whole different can of worms, by the way. Like, how's that going to work? You have an insider who's got this inside information that's going to pass along to betters? Like, that would be a direct violation. Yeah. of a, like, like That would be like insider trading, right, for stocks, which the SEC would come down and hammer you and you go to jail for. So how's that going to work yeah. if he was to take a job like that? But,
3: man, it would probably be the most accurate uh, lines being placed on uh, future's why? odds for trades and He's stuff. He's showing that you can't trust them. Well, I mean, yeah, but, uh, you know, you can get to Vegas. So, I mean, Pete Rose is still, you know, slinging autographs at the forum shops at Caesars. Well, so, I mean, you know. Pete like, Rose was good. Get after it if you can.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.